0: Filled with teaching, truths and issues that matter. Bernie Diamond's A Different Perspective. Part of Night Vision each weeknight. Details at vision.org.au Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tarkvana and Running With Fire. This week we're looking at how to position yourself for a breakthrough. Do you need a breakthrough? Your finances, your marriage, your family, your health, business, whatever it is. Do you want to know how to position yourself for a breakthrough? That's what we've been sharing this week. And, you know, we all love the sudden needs of God. We love the sudden breakthrough and the miracle. And God does do those things. And I'd never, ever stop asking you to believe for that. But so often behind blessing is a lot of process. You know, someone wins a major event, a tennis major or something like that, and we just see that day when they played those few hours and won that event, won millions of dollars. But behind that is years of practice, training, hitting the ball over the net, injuries, failures, defeats, all the rest of it. They kept doing the process. Eventually, they get the event, the victory. And Christianity works that way. Christianity is all about doing the process that leads to the event of the favor and the blessing of God. It leads to the breakthrough, leads to the miracle, leads to the answer to prayer. I would do you a great disservice if I only pointed you to event-based Christianity rather than process-based Christianity. And sometimes the danger is we just live for the event, event, event. God do this, God do that, God do the other thing. God saying, yeah, yeah, no, no, but you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to put these things into place. And that's why daily disciplines are so important. Being in prayer, bringing in the Word, being obedient, being faithful, serving God, getting to all these processes are uh, we need to put into place. But sometimes we've preached an event-based Christianity, which simply is is doing you a disservice because it just doesn't quite work that way. Occasionally, sure, it's going to happen. You know, One of the dangers I see today is preaching all the promises, promises, promises of God, but leaving out the conditions. Leaving out the processes required to see the promise fulfilled. See, I wouldn't be teaching you how Christianity actually works. Some Christians get disillusioned, offend, offended, even walk away from God because they, suddenly, they didn't get there suddenly. They didn't get the answer they expected. And that's a danger in, in the churches today. And they, hey, I'm under this danger as well. We want to preach feel-good messages. You know, we want people to say to us, Pastor, oh, what a fantastic meal oh, I love the promises of God. You yeah, The breakthrough is coming, all the rest of it. Um, and we leave out the conditions. We leave out, actually, you need to deal with that unforg- unforgiveness. You need to get rid of that, uh, that, that bitterness. You actually need to obey God. You actually need to give general... You know, we, we don't want to mention those things because people don't pat us on the back. But we're not giving them a true gospel. And then they get disillusioned. Then they walk away and they say, Christianity doesn't work. Well, that's because they were taught a Christianity that actually wouldn't work. We've got to give them the actual way it actually happens. So... There's a good example about this whole thing about process and uh, the need for in Naaman, you know the story about Naaman. Two Kings, let me read it to you, 5, 9 to 11, 13 to 14. Naaman went out, he's this uh, commander kind of person, and he went out with his horses and his chariots, and he stood at the door of Elisha's house. He's got leprosy. Elisha sent a messenger to him, saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh will be restored to you, and you shall be clean. There's a bit of process he has to do. Naaman is furious. He went away and he said, indeed, I said to myself, he will surely come out to me, stand and call on the name of his Lord, wave his hand over his place and heal me of leprosy. The magic one, folks, the suddenly, if I can get Johnny to pray for me, if I can get this past bang, I'm going to have the answer. Hey, it just doesn't normally work that way. It does occasionally, but often not. Anyway, he's angry because he has to do something. His servants come near and spoke to him and said, my father, if the prophet had told you to do something great, would you not have done it? How much more then when he says, go wash and be clean. So he went down and dipped seven times. Keep that in mind. We're going to come back there tomorrow. Seven times into the Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God, and his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. So Naaman's a man of stature. He's got leprosy. A servant girl tells him about the prophet. He goes to the prophet's house, Elisha, and then he has a process to do to get his miracle. He's mad at having to do the process. And the first thing he had to do was he had to do something he didn't want to do. Something quite humbling. He had to dip in a river seven times. This is a man of stature. He's a commander. You don't go dipping in a river seven times, for goodness sake. He had to do something he didn't want to do. That was the first step in the process. And I'll elaborate tomorrow what the rest of the process was required for him to get his sudden miracle.